0: We took a weekend off from touring, and so we made our way back home. We heard our house party was brewing. It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah. 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 We
1: Nick, we've been really bad over the past couple weeks. And why is that? Uh... We have just not made announcements about big things that are happening on this podcast. Like your new studio? Like or... our new studio. We are back together in person again. But we've got two studios in two
2: states, so I think we're pretty much up and coming at this
1: point. Can we have that? two offices, if you will. But no, that's that's not the big news. We are back together in person again, but uh, we forgot to announce James was going to be on the podcast and we also did not announce at the end of last podcast that we're going to have a guest on this week as well. He is also in person with us. Give a big round of applause for the return of Sean.
0: I'm back. I'm back. And it was more of a surprise. I think I forced myself onto this episode because I just showed up at Aaron's door and he couldn't tell me no. So when a man walks up with a mic at your house, you kind of just have to let him in. And so you always, the podcast. you always carry that around in your pocket? Or? Literally all the time. It's, it's part okay. of. Like a third arm, you know?
2: You remember that whole thing that we talked about with like the homeless guy, like on the side of the road and you picked him up and gave him a job and he had a musical or a beautiful voice.
1: That's literally Sean. But we we picked up another homeless man. Yeah,
2: Sean. Oh, well, Sean. He's got the long hair and the sweatshirt. I don't know what this outfit is that you're wearing, but it, it's stylish. Maybe. Okay, It's not your... You look like something I would draw with my left hand right now
1: you look like uh who's the artist that did all the paintings with just the circles and the squares and the triangles that all overlapped uh, and they were all different colors like pastel colors uh,
0: Jackson Pollock I was it know. a Jackson that's Pollock a, you that's, look that's like a, a Jackson the, Pollock no that's the
2: guy that flicks the paint that's that's a Jackson no.
1: Pollock who's the guy that did who was the guy that did the the Picasso. mobile things like the the hanging sculptures that would like Rotate and stuff.
0: I'm not well versed in the arts, so I don't know. You're asking the wrong group. I'm, I'm guys. I'm here. pretty
1: sure we nailed it with Jackson Pollock. You look like a Jackson Pollock right now with I, that sweatshirt. Can almost well, carry to you,
0: hopefully in like 10 years that means I'll be worth a couple million dollars and you know we can sell me off for something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but just and, saying
2: Jackson Pollock's the one that flicks the paint. That's the guy.
0: I
1: think I think you're wrong, but anyways, welcome everybody back to <laughs> the Last Call podcast. Check turn? <laughs> I'll check it here in a second. Let me get through my intro. So, interrupting, rude. Hey, um, what what's the joke about the interrupting cow? I don't know. What is it? Moo.
2: I,
0: all right. Maybe I made a mistake. Can't <laughs> <rapids. laughs> <laughs> <I'm trying laughs> be on this podcast again. Do we do
2: we restart? How do we hit the
1: restart button? I, I think I just do this.
2: Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let it ride, let it ride, let it ride.
1: Anyways, everybody, uh, this has been a very rough start to the Last Call podcast, but thank you for joining us. This podcast is where Nick and I, every single week, attempt to drink six beers in 60 minutes, Uh, but there is a catch.
2: Ooh, do I get to fill this part in now?
1: I'm going to let you fill this part in, Nick.
2: The beer has to be... A beer or beverage of choice. It doesn't have to be beer,
1: right? We, well, no, we, we, we tried ahead. liquor. Remember in the in the test runs, we tried liquor and it didn't work. So typically yeah. it has to be so a beer, a seltzer, or something along those for,
2: lines. For full disclosure, we did do two runs. We did one run with beer, the first one, and then the second one was with one shot every 10 minutes. Yes. Which was rough. It yeah. Was, it, was, it was not good. It Remember was rough. We're not doing that. But
1: I didn't get as drunk.
2: Which is weird, but...
1: I, I didn't understand that. I get I get more drunk with these beers, but anyways, the it's, beer.
2: Regardless, uh, the beer, ha- a beer or beverage of choice, has to be at or above five percent alcohol by volume.
1: Bingo! So, uh, real quick, guys, I do want to give a quick shout out to our guest from last week, James. So, another little peek behind the curtain. We do this every once in a while. Nick and I. Full disclosure, do say attempt to drink six beers in 60 minutes because we do not always accomplish this feat. Actually, we have never accomplished this feat while doing the podcast. Can
2: we we throw out a, and I'm not not taking this away from James, but I want to explain why it's difficult, right?
1: Why is it difficult?
2: So if you think about it in theory, we have six beers to drink in 60 minutes. So that is one beer every 10 minutes, which sounds, it's, it's doable. People have a, a big thing in college to do a power hour, which is one shot of beer, which is an ounce and a half is every shot. One shot of beer every minute for 60 minutes. If you total that up, I believe that ends up being like seven and a half beers or seven and a quarter beers. Correct. So you're like, okay, six beers uh, in 60 minutes, that's not bad. But if you think about it, when Thompson and I are doing this podcast, if one of us is not talking, the other one is drinking and vice versa. So in reality, it ends up, if it's a 50-50, like talking, drinking thing, it ends up being six beers in 30 30 minutes. minutes, which is rough. So, so it is difficult.
1: a, it is a bit of a challenge for us, but I do want to give major props to James because he actually did finish all six of his beers in the, and, well, it was a little bit over 60 minutes, but he still yeah. finished all six beers.
2: Oh, I'm not taking, no, absolutely not taking that. And then even more miraculously had did amazingly well at trivia.
1: Yeah. He, and even I think he missed one question or something like that. He, I think he only missed one. And I, I like I said last week, I, I probably would have missed them all. So James, huge congrats to you for finishing your six beers. Thank you for being on. But this week, we do have Sean. So, Sean, what are you drinking tonight?
0: Uh, Well, I'm doing a combination. I want to, you know, please both parties of this podcast. And so, like, obviously, with Warner, I'm going to go through Budweiser, you know, until we get sponsored. And then also... Since Aaron really loves the High Noons, and I guess he found a great deal on five cases of High Noons.
1: No, it was it was not on five cases. I found a deal on one case, which typical eight pack of High Noon at the local Meijer is twenty seven dollars. They were selling them for seventeen. I said I know a good deal when I see one, and I bought five cases. You can think of it as I spent a hundred something dollars on alcohol, or I saved fifty. And I I prefer the latter. I saved fifty dollars on my high noons.
0: I mean you can paint the picture however you want. I said I'm just meeting both parties at halfway. I'm gonna do three Budweiser's and three high noons. That way I'm representing both sides.
2: You know how Jackson Pollock would paint his picture?
1: How? Kinda like this. (laughs) He I've told you. Whatever, we'll figure it out. (laughs) What are you drinking?
2: I, I, I do find it interesting though, we really do have two sides of this. We have a high noon side and a Budweiser side. I, for one, am going to stick with my Budweiser. I am I'm never giving up until we get the sponsor. I'm dedicated. And that dedication I I would like to say is something that I think Budweiser and or Anheuser Busch definitely recognize that I'm dedicated to the brand, and uh, I will be a great representative for their brand.
1: Well, I hope they do at some point. That one would be day. one, one day. day. It'd be really cool, but uh, until then, we will rep them, even though they do not, not pay sponsored. us. Yeah. yeah, even though they do not pay us to do so. So
2: insert insert not sponsored
1: clip. Yet
0: Aaron's favorite phrase: "We can't legally say we are, but you know we'd, we can." Like we can hear. hope.
1: I, I, Man, I got to play a lawyer. Like with my current job, I, it all the legal bullshit somehow gets thrown onto me, even though like we have lawyers and a legal team, like I'm the stopgap before anything actually gets to the lawyer. So I have to be the lawyer on the podcast too and say we are not legally sponsored for legal reasons. We cannot say we are officially sponsored by these beers. However, we're going to rep them anyway without being paid to do so, so. That was a very long intro. Yeah, but what are you drinking though? We're not done yet. High noons. I thought okay. we made that clear with, uh, with well, the I understood, it, but you didn't fully introduce yourselves. So. I did I didn't buy five cases of high noon not to drink high noon.
0: Yeah. you're just keeping them for like, you know, like the gas shortage down in the southeast. There might be a high noon shortage up here in Michigan at some point because you're buying out all the stock.
1: So here's what I don't understand about this deal that I found on High Noon. So I did find it at Meyer, but I went to two separate Myers. One of them actually had the deal and the other one did not.
0: So like a it's locally based on the store manager preference.
2: Well I wonder if there was like but a one store ordered too much of like the high noon that got double what they normally get.
1: I don't know. So the one store I went to had it. The other store I went to didn't. And then one of my other buddies, I told him about this great deal. And so he went to his local. It's owned by Meyer. It's not called. It's not officially like a Meyer grocery store. But he went and they had the deal as well. So I have no idea what they're doing. But some stores have it. Some stores don't. So I feel a little bit bamboozled by the fact that I thought I got this great deal at Meyer. But regardless, I bought five it's cases. A,
2: it's a great deal, regardless. So, I mean, 10
0: dollars off. You don't see, you, you don't see other beers that was not a gamble. I guess I just don't know why they're twenty seven dollars to begin with. For, like this is basically, but well, you're drinking one right now, so what are your yeah, thoughts? Like, I mean, like, it, the, I would say the flavor, like the the amount of different flavors they have, like in the one pack, he it's, he has two watermelon, two black cherry, two grapefruit, and two pineapple. I feel like that's better than your like, run of the mill like white claw <laughs> variety pack, but um, I I truly
1: like the flavor of it.
0: But like, would you say that that's like worth ten dollars more than like a run of the mill white claw or trulies?
2: I'm just gonna throw this out there. We have an issue. What? What's the issue? If you look at the very bottom of the can, do we do we see? This?
1: Oh no! Fuck me! I did Uh-oh. this before, didn't I? Yeah, I yeah think you, you
2: did this
0: before. Oh god! Uh-oh. Oh dun, man! Dun, dun, dun. Oh fuck.
1: Okay. Well, I'm only on my first one. I might have to run and g- I still have some gumball head. I might have to actually that's run fair, and grab the fair. gumball head.
2: But, okay, d- let's let's fill them in. But uh, so I just happened to look. I was reading like the little label on the high noons, and then I read 4.5 percent alcohol by volume. <sighs> the
1: I'm, I'm having
2: a day. It has been a day,
1: but we're going to press on and, and we're going to move through this. So anyways, that was a very, very looks, long intro. I have to say, it looks, it looks <laughs> like
2: the only the only other route here is
0: uh, Budweiser. Bud yes, Weiser, Budweiser is 5% Anir, alcohol.
2: Anheuser-Busch,
0: you've never let us down. You have a Missouri boy here, don't let him down. He's right here in front of us. He needs more Budweiser. <laughs> I, I do need more, more Budweiser right now, right? Yep, I do. I knew you let him down.
1: I noon did let me down by point five percent. Okay.
0: <laughs> All, right,
1: All right. So move. move we're moving on. We, like I said, this has been a very long intro, and I apologize for that. But we are going to get to some topics, and uh, I don't have a lot of them tonight. So we're just going to see where this this thing goes. Uh, obviously, it's off the rails already. But uh, the one question that we had posed by our very own Nick Horner was, "That's me. If you could go back." and you could redo your career path, what job would you strive for knowing what you know now? So, for example, I went into mechanical engineering. So, okay, but then I want to throw this out there that I posed it as two questions, right?
2: Um, If you could do something, like, realistically, uh, that was a sustainable job and maintain your, like, current way of living or uh, the second way is if money didn't matter, like what job would be like your ideal like whatever you wanted to do.
1: So in a dream world, what job would you have? Correct. And then the other one is with your what you perceive to be your skill set, what would you pursue now or or,
2: or based on what you've learned uh, after you've been adult now we're, we're 27 and 28 respectively uh, based on what you've learned in your adult, Years, which is basically twenty three, on for us. Uh After you what, graduated what you college, yeah, what what would you've gone into instead?
1: Right. So I have I a went fun a, one and a dream one. So I went oh, sorry, a dream one
0: and a realistic, realistic one. Sorry, realistic.
1: <laughs> so I went into mechanical engineering, and I am now in sales. If I could redo it, I probably would have done something in business. Or something more along the lines of entrepreneurship, because that's what I'm really interested in. I, I, I like the idea of creating something, creating a business, running my own business. Uh, by the way, plug for Chill Billy. Insert here. Um, <laughs> another, <laughs> another shameless. You know, Start your own
0: business button. Well,
1: but again, I don't have any. Schooling or knowledge, like I'm learning on the fly with this stuff with me and my brother. So I think if I were to redo it, I would probably have gone more that route. Maybe gone and got like an MBA and done graduate school. Um
0: I think but that's I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't do an MBA you right now. Do an MBA now, like that. That's a huge thing. Actually, we're most having MBAs a, are done later on, and like after you've had almost a decade of professional, which experience. is the way you should do it in my mind. A lot of people
2: tend to go and get their undergrad degree and then immediately go get their MBA which I've heard is like yeah you could do it and you could still be successful, successful and everything but the way you should do it is get actual industry knowledge and like understand how companies work then go back and get your MBA and you'll be like That's
1: the better way to do it. So it's not that I can't do it, but I probably would have started off with a foundation of business or entrepreneurship and then gone and got like an MBA. So I could do the MBA, but it's going to be a different like feel. And I might, I would probably do something in my career differently because of my engineering background. And then my MBA, if I were to do it, I want to throw this out there though. I, I almost wonder if you did something in business,
2: um, would that keep you from, uh, like, going out and trying things because you would be a lot more conservative in, like, your business practices and you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't want to jump to try a new new idea or – you get what I'm saying? There's, like, a big
0: difference between, like, business side thinking and, like, engineering side thinking. So I see a lot of it, like, with software is, like, you have business size – business side users that want to do something very specific that want this particular feature and then you have the software engineers that are like i just want it to work the best that it can work and those don't always mesh at the same like particular cog in the whole gear so like for you you have this engineering background and you know with your own company currently as you see the product for what it is what it brings to the table And like why that should be like a superior product to maybe something that's currently on the market. If you were more on the business side, you might look at more of like the marketing side and how maybe you structure the company to where it maybe sets up for a little bit different scenario than what you currently have. I think that's kind of where you might be going is that you would kind of completely revise the whole path you've taken so far.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, my brother did that path, right? My little brother who I am working on this project with is the one that did the business side. So he's got that kind of vision versus me who is more, you know, the engineering, the product oriented type, you know, cr- over analyzing critical of, you know, how is this plan going to come together where he's got the vision of like the the marketing, the getting sales. So I guess maybe that's a good team, but uh, I mean, I just like the idea of business, knowing more about business, knowing more about the financial piece, right? I think I would have truly made a great account uh, and account, a great accountant. That sounds weird to say. I don't know why, but an accountant Mm -hmm. I think would have been a good career path for me, but probably something in that field. My unrealistic one definitely would have been something in sports, right? I always wanted to play sports. I always wanted to compete uh, baseball and football were my two things but I you know obviously didn't make that and so if I my unrealistic one would be something in sports whether it be playing or sports management uh maybe trying to get into like a front office somewhere like being the GM of a team I think would be really cool that'd be fun um so I think something in sports would definitely be my do more of a sport like in particular would you focus I mean you're a big baseball it's like guy. You'd be a
0: baseball guy yeah
1: so I I like baseball and I like playing baseball like what the guy what the managers do on the field in baseball I don't always understand for me it's like how do you pick those guys that are the best nine to play? Where there's a great movie called Moneyball.
2: I knew you were going to say that. So I knew you were going to say
1: that. So, uh, yeah. So Uh, there's a lot of.
2: Pitt knows a lot about baseball.
1: Yes, he knows a ton about baseball. Uh, So there's a lot of analytics I'm sure in baseball that kind of help you make those decisions. There's just so many guys because if you think about baseball, you have the major leagues, you have Triple A, Double A, High A, Low A, Rookie Ball. You have all of those guys that you have to keep track of. Mm. And who are you going to bring up? How quickly are you going to bring them up, right? There's a lot of different decisions. In football, it is you got high school, you got college, and then you have the NFL. Yeah. So yeah. you can get guys from overseas, but they're kind of a dime a dozen. So it's a, a more of a straightforward path. There's almost less to consider, right? It's like I know that Tom Brady, you know, yeah. that guy is great. And so I'm going to start him because he is you know, do, you, do
2: you think that's because like baseball is a much more international sport, whereas like football is primarily American I mean, America.
1: and can't, uh, Canadian? Uh, well, yeah.
2: so I mean, they no, do have the CFL, but
1: they have the CFL. Uh, I believe Australia is starting to pick up football a little bit. There but
2: is like, a. It's primarily it, it focused on the it like. So, you're not going to have it in like England where it's yeah. like there's high school football I think in most England. Transplants outside
0: of America are just rugby players. A lot right. of. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For the most part, outside of uh, American football, rugby players can come in because uh, their skill set transfers. Right. Uh, oh, I want, w- speak of that. I
2: know Cameron has told me, and, um, I I don't remember specifically the person or whatever, but they they had people that would go from American football that you know somebody that did well in American football did but didn't necessarily like pan out, but then they transferred them over to rugby and just absolutely like killed like they were stupidly good at rugby. Yeah,
1: interesting because they're so fast like. Yeah, but it's
2: so big. It's I feel like they there. would be
1: very hesitant to hit or get hit without the pads. Or that that's a
2: reverse, I can't remember. Yeah. I, I, I could mean, see I'm it backwards because it, you take
1: that guy remember. who's not afraid to hit somebody without pads and you put him in pads, all of a sudden he feels invincible. Right. So, I could see him hitting twice as hard as he would normally hit because now he's got all this armor on to to protect yeah. him. Yeah. I trying to I
2: I think it was the I think it was somebody that went from American
0: football to to rugby though. I think a lot of that too like the training too is like in rugby you're taught how to hit someone properly without pads whereas mm. like you're not just spearing somebody in rugby like and,
2: and maybe that was what it was is that this person's just like fuck it you know i'm just gonna hit as hard as i can or i'm gonna run through that person as hard as i can because that's the way i grew up playing that sport
0: it was like that old sport i think sports science was a show yeah back yeah. in the day yeah where they literally did like
1: with John Brinkus. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: They would calculate that one episode was all about like football and how they would calculate how much someone of a particular size, maybe it was a fullback or running back or a cornerback, like tackling somebody and hitting them at like full speed. It was just like insane amount of energy transferred. And it was just like you don't see that across any other sport, including rugby, mainly because in rugby you're taught on how to hit somebody, but also like you absorb a lot of the impact and then, like, you're bringing them down at a point where, like, you know, you like, in football, you're taught to wrap up. But, like, rugby, you wrap up and then, like, cradle them and, like, make sure that they don't, like, you know, straight fall on their neck or Mm -hmm. something ridiculous like that. Where in football, it's like, go murder that guy. Like, Sean Taylor, like, that dude was a freaking monster and he would just obliterate people and it just he didn't care. If they lose their head when he tackles them, oh, well, but, like, that was... You also only have,
2: like, one play, like... If football, you yeah. have you know thirty seconds at a time. Yeah, you have and a little bit of time to recoup yourself. Hit the shit out of this guy and then go over to the sideline and like
1: relax. Whereas like rugby, dude, you're
0: it's constantly doing like and football combined, like just a lot of running. Too yeah, much running.
1: exactly. Rugby is a very continuous game, and Cameron is the only one of us who I think knows, of all the people that I know, might be the only one who actually knows official rugby rules. Mm. I have, I don't, Chris. I, Oh well, yeah. One of our friends from college, yeah. I guess, knew rugby. He what was he from? He his his family's from Australia or something. Uh, like that. No, uh, New Zealand. New Zealand. So That's big, big, rugby. big the, rugby. Yeah,
2: the All Blacks, I believe. Yeah, it's big rugby New Zealand team. Yeah, he
1: was a huge fan. So it, it's just a very different game. I mean, it's there. There are very there are similarities, but it's different enough where I just I haven't picked it up. Right. So I, I think my mind as far as sports go. I love baseball. I loved playing baseball, but my mind, the strategy of football clicks with me better. There are just some strategic things about football, mainly off. I don't understand defense at all. I can't understand how to call a defense uh, to save my life. But I can tell you that quarterback misread that play. Like, you know, he didn't look at the safeties right. He he got fooled by this whatever. I I can kind of go through that process on the offensive side. But the the strategy of football interests me more than I guess the strategy of baseball because yeah. in my mind it's just you, you throw your nine guy, best nine guys out there and it's just you go. Yeah, uh, I don't I, lefty righty bullshit. I, I don't agree with so that those are mine. And, and so I want to get to you guys though. So I don't know, Nick, Sean, who wants to go? Sean, what what would you what would you do?
0: Uh, I think if I could go back in time and like switch my current career paths, like you know, for people that remember episode that I was on, I'm in the software field and started out of college as a developer. And now I've kind of, i uh, I w I went to be a, a manager and now I'm back into more of like the overall project management role for it. Uh, I think I would, I might honestly like one thing I always thought was super cool was like animation. And regardless of whether it's like for movies or video games, I think it would be really fun. So the high school I went to, Uh, We had a really good, uh, it was a career center that was tacked on to the high school where we had a lot of opportunity to try a lot of different things. And a couple of the classes I took were basically on, you know, 3D modeling. And then I took one animation course. And a lot of it was really fun. And in, you know, this day and age where video games are literally, you know, almost to the point where they're a mainstream sport, you know, air quotes, because some people don't agree with that. Uh, like a lot of their animators are paid very well because they're you know animating crazy stuff where it's you know a guy shooting a gun to some random fantasy thing like that and then the same thing with any Disney Pixar movie you've seen like that's that's all animation and it's really fun. I think it'd be super fun to sit there and go through and be able to say like, oh I was a part of finding Nemo or you know Big Hero Six or you know whatever video game here or there. So I think that would be my realistic approach. if I could go unrealistic, Honestly, I think I would probably choose something dumb like, you know, a good old Anheuser-Busch beer t- taster, you know, just go through and be able to taste all the Budweiser that comes off the line and I just imagine that is like somebody's like
2: takes a sip of the beer, like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's Budweiser. Yeah, like... It, I mean, uh, okay, well, it's,
0: we're good. It's Run so, this <laughs> but line. But what's funny is, like, that's a career path. It's like, I've, I saw a video once of a, a Ben and Jerry, Jerry's taste tester. Like, all he did all day, oh, is the, every day... It the was guy this, with the gold spoon? Yeah, he was yeah. like this old guy, and all he did every single day was when they would, like, every batch of a certain flavor that came off, so say they're making vanilla ice cream one day and then uh, cookies and cream the next day every day he got to just taste to make yeah, sure that to make sure it was that was still, up to par, that yeah. it was not any lower. So I think it'd be like in the same thing. I, I like, you know, I, this is not, you know, accurate, but like watching parks and rec when Ron Swanson goes and goes to the log of Woolen distillery, there's a guy who just, his job is basically, he wants to taste the different batches to make sure that, you know, they meet those expectations of, this is good quality so i think it'd be fun just to do that for so
1: that that's 100% a good an actual job because when nick and i went to the maker's mark distillery they talked about it they had a panel of 11 people uh, i don't know i think it might have been 11 or so people that men and women i
2: was i was too busy in the maker's mark to remember <laughs>
1: <laughs> they this panel tastes the product throughout the process so it's stage one, whatever that is, oh they taste God, it. Stage two. Wrong. Talk
2: about that Well,
1: in a second stage one, they taste it stage two. They taste it after they barrel, they taste it and they, they have such distinguished palates. They're like, Oh, I taste vanilla. I taste cherry. I can taste that. It was this type of wood that they aged it in. And part of me thinks that they're just bullshitting. Like I know, there's,
2: I I, I I, yeah, I was I going to throw that out there. I agree. Like, I find that very hard.
1: like it, Maybe there is, but, like, sommeliers make six-figure-a-year salaries to do wine I, pairings for fancy restaurants.
2: Yeah, I could see a sommelier more than I could see somebody that drinks whiskey. I, yeah.
1: I mean, it's kind of the same thing. It's just it, they are different but, flavors, I, I, different well, palates, different brewing I, I process. I guess the
2: difference in there is that the,
1: the alcohol content,
2: it's, you know, it's a little different. Whis- whiskey with wine is, like, very – Those yeah. are, those are – you know, thirteen percent or twelve percent or whatever with wine typically, but with uh, whiskey is typically like forty percent alcohol yeah. by volume. I find 35. that also
0: like a little bit of a stretch. Like you know, watching even like the cooking shows where you see like the professional chefs and they come up and taste their whatever amateur chef's dish and like, oh, I have a hint of rosemary and blah blah. I'm like bullshit. You have no idea. You just watched them make it. Yeah. Whereas like, I mean, like. The best whiskey I've ever had, hands down, was when I went to Japan. There's a whiskey called Hibiki Harmony, and it's a very, very good whiskey that um, I enjoy because it is, like, super smooth, and it's, like, just, you can just sip on that all night and enjoy it. But, like, could I tell you what the notes are and what kind of cask it was in? No, there's no, there's just no way, and I I find it very hard that, like, I feel like we could pull someone who says they have that title, do a blind taste test and like put something there and be like, all right, what's this? And I, I feel like they would get it wrong because you just, how do you pull that out? Like you have to have such a super sensitive like taste to be like, Oh yes, the rosewood and the cherry. It's so great. Like I don't get it.
1: But you don't know. There are some people with just weird, weird stuff that they can do or that they have. Like some people that, Almost have, uh, you remember the show, um, oh, what was it on Discovery? It was called Superhumans. It was Stan Lee's Superhumans. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there are just some people that are just freaks. And you know what? Maybe taste isn't the same thing as what those guys, like, there was superhuman strength and one dude could just eat glass and his stomach just didn't.
2: Dude, I worry about that stuff, like, from the perspective of, of
0: human safety in a way, honestly, there's like also that show, like my weird habits, and the lady was eating mattresses. It's like, is she, does she belong on that that show because she can consume a mattress? Do you ever just like, kind of. You know, wake up on the floor because you, <laughs> you went to bed your on mattress. your mattress
2: and you woke up and you had eaten your mattress. <laughs>
1: but but my point to that is there are some people that are just we just crazy weird, and so there might be people with super taste that can right. actually taste these things and separate them right, just like people with perfect pitch. That, yeah, the,
2: that's, the, that is pretty impressive. So, but so I, I, you I, play
1: one okay. note, you play yeah. one note. They know exactly what note that is. Any key, they can figure it out because they have that perfect pitch. Maybe there's such a thing as perfect taste, right? It, it there, it's a sense.
2: You can see it to a point though, where it's almost like a golf. Uh, like like Sean and I were talking about this earlier. A a golfer, um, hits their clubs so much, right? You go to the driving range day in and day out, and you hit your 5-iron, and you know you hit that 220 yards. So if I'm hitting this, if it's windy out, and I'm hitting into a headwind, and I need to bump up a club, this is typically this club, and because it's windy, I'm going to bump up one, whatever. They know exactly, like they've done it so much that it's just ingrained in them. It's like muscle memory. So that's where I almost imagine, like that's that perfect pitch thing, like Charlie uh, Charlie
0: Puth. How's that? Yeah, the perfect pitch thing. I think you can be taught. So, like, I was. I'm gonna air quotes this super hard, but I was a musician for seven years of my life when before I got out of elementary school and went into middle school. My parents. Is this signed when you're me up playing for, like a sick recorder. Like, no, uh, like, it was not hot know? cross buns on the recorder. But my parents signed me up to, for like drum lessons, and so it got to the point where like by the end of middle school and into high school like I could like look at a piece of music and just memorize it off of one go play it perfectly and like I don't even think I was anywhere near gifted as like you see some of these other musicians but like I literally could just like do that off of maybe one or two practice tries and like the same thing with like the perfect pitch it's like oh yeah like hearing people play certain like drum beats like, oh yeah, I know that's a paradiddle. I know that's, you know, 16th notes. I know this particular time thing is like over time, you just hear it so much. We're like, yeah, yeah, I know what that but is. It's, it's like muscle memory. Yeah. I, I would
1: like to, at some point, I'd like to ask Jack about that because Jack is a musician in my right. understanding from him. And then one of our other friends, Hugh, who plays the guitar and and is kind of a musician. To yeah, a degree, no, he's very good. Is that perfect pitch either have it or you don't you can be very very good at detecting pitch but it's not perfect perfect pitches every single time you know exactly what it is and you can play something immediately because you in key the exact way that it was composed other people can hear something and play it but it might not be exactly right it sounds good it sounds close or or almost identical but it's not it's just it's off by a key it's off by whatever musical you know thing that it's off by. So I don't know, but maybe there's something with the taste thing. But my point again, going back to the original statement is that you could be a taste tester. I don't know what it takes to become a taste tester because like I said, I almost wonder if they, if all 11 people blindly taste tested, do they all taste the exact same
0: thing or would it be different?
1: Yeah. Like what if they what if literally all 11 of them were like, I taste this, 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 and this. And even if they tasted 10 things, and nine of those ten things on all of those cards matched. That's pretty impressive,
0: yeah, right? Or are they all just memorizing the the classic, you know, the oh, choicest it's, it's, hops, rice, and best barley malt? <laughs> and they're like, hmm, <laughs> right? I have hints of is that barley malt? <laughs> that, oh, delicious! Is that a, is that
2: a- White rice or a brown rice? No, it's definitely a brown rice. <laughs> oh, that's what we use in our beer. Oh, crazy! I told you. Are these <laughs> the choicest
0: of hops? Ah, wonderful. We are, this is this well, has to be a Budweiser.
2: So, like, well, what I wanted to get at with like the whole whiskey thing, and like what you were saying with like drinking it throughout the process. Um, I actually got this mixed up with another run-in at a distillery. Was the one that we did in Tennessee. Nashville? Yeah, that was the one where we got to, like, taste it throughout the process. I think that was no, well, at some points.
1: Oh, dude, you have no Ooh. idea. It was uh, so bad. I, I was drunk enough, I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, so, like, so, so,
2: yeah, fill them in with, the, get a little background in.
1: So, I think I've already covered this story, so I'll give the very, did we? Abbr- yeah, we probably did. I'll give the very abridged version. Uh, we got there on Friday night. Nick and I went to the liquor store, started drinking. We went out on Broadway, kept drinking. The next morning, we both wake up and look at Nashville, each other.
2: Nashville, Broadway.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, we were in Nashville. We went out on Broadway on Friday night. Nick and I wake up, look at each other. We're like, you still drunk? We both kind of not, yup, we're still drunk. So we kept drinking. Like, we just started drinking in the morning, and then we went to the distillery. So at that point, I'm still pretty, pretty hammered.
2: Like, we had a scheduled tour. I think it was, like, I think it was right around noon or something like that.
1: Yeah, no, but we were in no condition to, like, make it there on time. So sure but <laughs> so we get there, and, and we take the tour, and then they start giving us, like, the, the whiskey throughout the process, and everybody hated it, and they just kept beating it to Nick and I. So like they so, just passed yeah. us all of their stuff. And so we were just slamming shots of oh whiskey, like so the they, corn they, mill. They, the, they,
2: yeah, so they give you it throughout. They're like, okay, so this is how it goes into the barrel, like you, you get and it looks like fucking. It's it's basically uh, ethanol. Eth- ethanol. Yeah, ethan- so at just that point, drinking ethanol. Right. And so you're looking at this, and it's literally band. just like a fucking shot of like uh, what's the shit that Cameron drinks? Oh, uh, Everclear. 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 It literally looks like Everclear.
1: There's and no you flavor to it. Smell
2: it. Yeah, and you smell it, and it smells like corn. Uh, obviously not like yellow corn, but like grain corn. Yes. And you're like, oh. We were just like, fuck it, all right, take a shot. And it was like taking oh, shots, but they were really, really high content. But that's where I'm like, oh, like how the fuck does somebody take a shot of that? And like, oh, I just smell rosemary and uh, black olives and whatever, like, you know, whoever, whatever fucking flavor you want to throw out there. But regardless, so they give you... There was that one and then one that's been, like, sat for, like, three months and then six months and then, like, a year or something like that. But, I don't know.
0: It's interesting. I have, I have a, a bottle of Nick Offerman edition log of 11 year that i'll, I'll wait let. nick offerman yes like So so after the part of the actor like, ah. actually happened like so the joke was in the show that like ron swanson ended up like you know his his financial advisor told him he needed to diversify his funds because all he had it was in hard gold and he said that's a terrible investment thing you need to do whatever so he ended up buying a majority stake in the log of woolen distillery and you know made his own version of the log of Oh, sick. Whiskey. So, like, they did a, a limited run of 11-year on that, and Mary bought it for me last year, and I told her this year, which is our 11 years of actually being together, I was like, we'll just pour each other a glass of that and enjoy it, and I'll let you know if I can taste the distinct notes of whatever the hell they say it I'm is. Be, I, I'm
1: – I'm – thinking like what if you pour it and you're just both extremely disappointed
0: i know she no she's gonna hate it she does not like whiskey straight like the most she will do is a whiskey sour so like if i said hey <laughs> we're just gonna be drinking. so this. there
1: there are two ways to in my opinion get away from the uh bite you're
0: of whiskey dew guy huh you're the mountain dew guy
1: yeah whiskey mountain dew I, mm-hmm. I I swear you can still taste the whiskey, and, it, yeah. and and it has a lot of the flavor of whiskey, but it takes away the bite. It makes it a lot more drinkable. You, I Nick is the one that okay. told me about yeah, that because that was hit that. <laughs> yeah, no, Nick told me about this, and and the fact is that Mountain Dew was actually developed as a mixer for whiskey, uh, originally before it just became a. Like soda.
0: gamer fuel. Gamer fuel. Exactly.
1: So, so Mount Dew was originally created as a mixer for whiskey and it takes away all of the bite, Mm -hmm. but leaves the flavor of the whiskey. It's incredible. I, I, it is pretty amazing. I I didn't believe it. You've talked
0: about this before. I've just never done it mainly because like, like when I was talking about like that Hibiki, it's like that was like straight whiskey that like I can drink and like enjoy and not like there's to me, there is no bite and like, you know, we can talk to Schaefer and, you know, he's well versed in the ways of whiskey, and he has the ones he likes, and things like that. And like people always, you know, say that certain ones have like such a good taste to them that they anyone could drink. And but I mean, eventually, yes, I will try. I will. I will end up trying the Jack Daniels and Mountain Dew that you lauded for at least a solid year when we were online. That you're like, oh yeah, dude, I'm just it's, doing Jack Daniels and, and Mountain Dew tonight. And I was like, what the hell is that?
1: I would do it Something if that you wouldn't think would make If sport, I it does. If I went out to a bar. I would do Whiskey Mountain Dews, but not everywhere has
0: Mountain Dew. I'm almost no bar has Mountain Dew.
1: Like and they'll be like, well yeah, Mellow Yellow. Well, that's not the same that's thing. I'm surprised no, they even
0: I... have Mellow Yellow. Like even it, it's hard for me to even order a seven and seven. Well,
1: isn't isn't Mellow Yellow a Coke product? Correct. I think so, yeah. Yes. So that's why. It's because it's a Coke product. But Mountain like if you can find Mountain Dew and you want to try it, I would highly recommend it. Okay, at... I want to
0: throw this out there real quick. Uh
1: Coke or Pepsi. Neither. I, okay, well, I don't, I don't. We also, I, I spent, uh,
2: like an hour with you in a hotel in Om- o- Omaha, Nebraska,
0: Nebraska, yes. looking yeah. for fucking juice. Yeah. when so we like, were in as, high school. Yeah, because I, I, because you're not a freshman guy. year of high school. I quit off of soda, and so like I would only drink juice, milk, or water, and like even now to this day, like I do dabble, but like I, I have a, ve- I don't really like soda a whole lot. So like the sodas I'll drink are. You know, I'll drink Sprite in small amounts because it's spicy water, and that shit gets way too (laughs) syrupy too quick. And then I'll
2: Sprite, not a Seven Up
0: guy. I'll drink Seven Up. So okay. What's funny is like Seven Up for me is like a medicinal thing. So like whenever I had a a a, sorry what? (laughs) Whenever I had an upset stomach as a child, my mom would say, "Hey, here's a glass of Seven Up. Drink it, it." sip it, and then like eventually my upset stomach would go away." And so like. Like it's one of those things where like now I'll just drink like, you know, good old Sprite, maybe in a glass. And then the only one like my go to thing is like good old, you know, fucking root beer is is my favorite. But so
1: I actually prefer Sierra Mist. I'm a big Sierra Mist fan.
0: I think they're they're comparable. Like, to me, I, I, yeah, I would interchange both of those the same. Like, I wouldn't be mad if someone can, gave me that. Can
2: we do a blind taste test of Seer Miss 7-Up so. <laughs> and uh,
1: Sprite?
0: we we'll also throw in the stick.
1: I truly think I Let's could do, do that. that. I, I think I could do you it. You think you could? I, I think I could do that. So S- I, because I, the one that I like the least would be 7-Up. Okay. So whatever I I'm like, mm, you know, that's, that's 7-Up. I think
2: we should do this.
0: <laughs> like, honestly... Sierra
2: Miss. I, I, I also want to do a blind taste test on uh, the Whopper
1: versus the Impossible Whopper. I, no, I will no.
2: You won't do
0: that? No. Straight I Straight up will not do that.
1: The last time I tried to eat a Burger King Whopper, I almost vomited. Really? It okay. was really bad. Okay, well, i really somebody bad. else that I also has... don't know the
0: last time I had Burger King.
1: Their chicken isn't bad. No, they should be good. Chicken King. Their chicken, chicken's <laughs> good. They truly should be Chicken King <laughs> <laughs> because their burgers are shit. But I, their chicken I, I is actually be, pretty good. Decent. I just, think they're decent. I just can't honestly
0: remember the last time I had Burger King. I I
2: am still not convinced that uh, Burger King is not a front, like, somehow. Like, how the fuck are they still in business?
1: No. Okay, you want to know something oh, crazy. they So so, in s- Somehow they sell enough burgers on Wednesdays to, like, keep them in business. So Arby's is a part of Inspire Brands. So Arby's, Arby's is a part of Inspire <laughs> Brands. They bought Buffalo Wild Wings for like two point three billion.
2: Wait, Ar- Arby's? Yes, really uh, owns Buffalo Wild Wings.
1: Well, Inspire Brands. So okay. like Yum Brand is yeah, Taco Bell, it's KFC. Like KFC, Taco Bell, Pizza, Pizza Hut. Hut. Yeah. So Long John's, the
2: the the definite front. <laughs> so, yeah. So
1: Inspire Brands owns Arby's, and. I think that was their big money maker, but then they bought Buffalo Wild Wings for like a couple, bi- like over a billion dollars. I didn't know that. And, <laughs> and but and then, all they but, did
2: was buy TVs. That was but, it. But, but,
1: but then they also <laughs> bought like I think they bought Sonic and a bunch of like other brands as well. Yeah. And so I was watching this video, of this guy going through all this, and he goes, "Where the fuck are they getting all this money? Like, it, Arby's can't be that profitable that they're able to actually fund." All of the rest of the stuff. So whatever other brands they have must have paid for it. But they like acquired Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, Arby's is
2: pretty expensive when you think about it.
0: Yeah, I think. I haven't
1: been to Arby's in a while. Actually, I drove by Arby's earlier and I was like, I could go for some Arby's. But
0: I have one close to my workplace, and that's the only reason why I I like actually have been there recently is because like everything close to my work is either like, bougie bar food, or there's, I also work right across from the mall in downtown Indianapolis, so it's just food court food, Yeah. And at that point, I might as well just go to fast food anyway, and there's a an Arby's really, like, right down the street, and that's the only Arby's I've been to in probably the last 10 years, I honestly don't know where another Arby's in Indianapolis is, like, I mean, I'm a, well, uh, the east, the side east side, cl- it closed, no, I it did not, no, i pretty it's sure still open. it did,
2: it was next to Olive Garden. Yeah. Oh uh, no, no 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 It's not not next. Oh, that yeah, one. That one was next. No. To it. It's oh, but then there's another one that's down by the Blockbuster that used to be there.
0: Shit. I uh, to see please it. tell me it still Donato's, just says
2: by the Donatos Pizza by please, the Marsh that closed. Correct, yeah. Hold like on, hold right on. There. I need to
1: go back to this. Please tell me that the old Blockbuster still is a Blockbuster. No, no, it's, no. A, it's a
2: Red
0: Wing uh, shoe. Yeah. It, it oh. got refitted. So, uh, yeah, actually, me and another... Refitted. Mine, Schaefer, Did you see that?
2: I, I fucking swung that in there without even... What? You said it got transitioned into a Red,
0: Red Wing, Red Wing shoe? which is the shoes, and I said it got refitted. Yeah. No, I, that that actually blockbusters. Am I, am
1: I missing something? Is this a joke? F- fitted. Like, can you, you go, fitted when for you go shoes. and get your
0: boots or shoes from Red Wing? They want to fit you so that way you, your boot fits you the best possible way. It's not like you can just go pick up, like, size 10 and a half The boot. joke
2: is it's about size, and you go to a shoe place to get sized for shoes, yeah. refitted, fitted.
0: It's a thing. You're struggling. Anyway, right no, now. That, that blockbuster this, stopped being a blockbuster. My senior year of high school. It lasted that long. It lasted that but long. Cr- crazy to And me. then after that, it like went through a myriad number. It was a little Caesars for a hot minute. Was and it really? Then, I think so. I'm pretty sure it was a little Caesars for a hot minute. Ah. Then, it, then it switched to something else. And then finally that red... like I, Actually, the Red Wing is only half of the actual building. Yeah. I think the other half was a failed dentist.
1: What a combo. Interesting
0: it's that's the easy get, get your boots and your teeth <laughs> yeah cleaned. get your boots and then your non existent teeth cuz you're byrd we you, buying can, get, red you boots. can
2: get fitted and
1: cleaned fitted we're 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 done with i'm so
0: we never asked i don't
1: more. i don't feel like this was a good joke or connection at all at this point you're just fucking with me at the, so oh, nick we'll okay hold on time out we we have about three minutes left until we're supposed to be at last, last call. call. So already, already. And
0: dream jobs. So yeah. Hey Nick, <laughs> <go. you> get, <laughs> right, his, his dream <laughs> job <tried>. is F one <laughs> driver. We already got that done. All right, boom. Realistic job. What do you want?
1: <laughs> you got three minutes. Go. Uh,
2: I only have three minutes, and I'm using up like ten seconds just complaining yeah. just about how, how keep I. Keep going, have... bud. Keep going. Yes, you are <laughs> bullshit. Uh, okay, so the 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 dream dream job obviously I, I, like Sean said it would be fucking a race car driver fucking in, called it in in, in some aspect Boom. right zoom zoom boys <laughs> zoom zooms like driving those zoom zooms whatever that would be a dream job what you want to say something no no you're, 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 keep you're, going <laughs> you're ruining my three minute stage that I have uh, honestly so. I wanted to bring this up at like some point in the past, but I started, or actually Sean got me put on this uh, TV show. Uh,
0: oh, no. <laughs> yes.
2: Dude. It, hold, um, on, hold on.
1: Are we still on the fantasy job? Yes. Fantasy okay. job. Okay.
2: Um, blacksmith. <laughs> God. That is my current one. That is my current one. It bounces around, right?
1: Being he a blacksmith? He, he laughed Being a at
2: blacksmith. Me.
0: There's a Netflix show called so the, Forged, in Forged fire. and Fire. If anyone dude. hasn't watched it, watch it because it's funny. It it's is a good, it, a good, it is
2: amazing. So it's on Netflix right now. It's been around for like six seasons, but if you go on Netflix, there like there's one season out there.
1: I, I need to say something. There is a blacksmith company in Indianapolis. Oh, perfect. I'm sure you could be an apprentice for them my uh, i would have to ask my older brother my older brother actually did a like youtube documentary series on them or like yeah. almost a very similar show with some of him and his buddies they found these guys and so they started filming them um but if you want to be a blacksmith i got i got someplace in indy that you could do it
2: so like like i said that that's like my current thing right i mean it, it bounces around like i the only reason right now this is a big, big thing is because i watched this show and It looks fucking cool as shit. And
0: I'm like, oh, fuck, I could do that. Well, the problem was that, like, me and him would watch the show, and then we'd straight talk shit about these people. Yeah. Oh, wow, he quenched that shit way too hot.
2: We're sitting there drunk, like, drunk, like, we're watching this on a Friday night. Like, oh, fuck. Are you you serious? You actually did that? You thought that steal would go with that steal? Like, you're obviously going to have, like, some issues there, you fucking idiot. And then we're...
1: We have no idea. So it, this whole thing just reminded me there is an amusement. What
2: stream is this? <laughs> is this my three minutes or your three minutes? We're
1: going over the 50 minute mark. We have been for a while. We'll we'll get to last call, I promise. But your whole blacksmith thing and like trashing on blacksmiths and, and tradesmen, and whatnot. There is a theme park in southwest Missouri called Silver Dollar City. And the whole theme of the theme park is Hillbilly. So as you walk around, there are pe- there are blacksmiths making shit out of metal. Mountain Dew on tap everywhere. Uh, yes, Mountain Dew on tap. <laughs> Mountain Dew is flowing through the streets of Silver Dollar City. But there are leather workers. I don't know what their it official trades like are a called.
0: Budget version of the Connor Prairie that we have in mm-hmm. Indiana.
1: Like, it, it, yeah. it's it's absolutely incredible that they made an entire theme park based on Hillbilly in Southwest Missouri. But it's blacksmiths, it's leather workers, it's whatever. And they're all dressed up in, like, Hillbilly shit. And that's their costume. Like, that's the fucking theme of the entire theme park. Okay,
2: so to go back on the Connor Perry thing, I was thinking about that they literally show me oh oh this is how you made candles back in the day and they're yeah. like okay kids go ahead and like try this dip out wax
0: for three hours yeah, straight and you to make sit a there fucking you, candle.
2: so it's the like how you made candles back in the day you literally like have the string and you would dip it in the wax you would dip it and then pull it back out let it sit and then you would dip it back in and you just go layer by layer by layer like adding thickness to it now that I'm thinking about it they had us do that a lot. I'm pretty sure they just took those candles and then sold them after we left.
0: Yeah. Child labor. Child labor. No, yeah. Like, so like Connor yeah. Prairie sounds like very much like silver dollar city, but just a lot, maybe less advanced. And that's weird to say, but Connor Prairie was about like life in like colonial America. where like, yeah, they're colonizing <laughs> Indiana. And so like half of the entire half of the thing is like people put in like these clothes that are colonial America clothes they're talking about the Indians that lived in the area, and then oh, it's yeah, full all of the people in full costume. So like, we would always. I was a camp counselor for a couple of years, and we would take these groups of kids there, and like, the people are trained to like not respond to the kids, and they'd be like, "You don't know what television is," and they would be like, "Well, I've never heard of that television." No, and like the blacksmith, he's over here hammering out <laughs> horseshoes and other stuff, nails, and everyone's like. What is? Why don't you just buy that from the grocery store? And he's like, "What's a grocery store? I don't know what that is." So, <laughs> and the kids loved it because they just sit there and ask these people these stupid questions over and over again. But the point is being fucking irritated. They're supposed yeah. to learn that like this is how people did stuff way back when, not now. But your silver dollar city seems like let's just scoot back like a hundred years and like this is what the hillbillies did.
2: So the funny thing is, like I went to Connor Prairie once and they were putting in like a new area. And there were literally, like, caterpillar bulldozers out there, like, plowing the land, like, oh putting in a new building. <laughs> and some people people were like, oh, what is that? And he's like, I don't know what that piece is. Well, I don't know what it's that mom, is. It's, out a there. That's a, that's it's a devil. a devil. Well, Mary's sister, <laughs> so before
0: our time, but, like, my brother's age and her sister's age, they used to do live slaughtering of animals. Oh, that's And hot. so, like, her sister, <laughs> who's a couple years older than me... Which which I feel like you're in Missouri, you should be used to this. Hold
1: on, hold on. I just I hold on. I need to understand what this place is. Is this an actual amusement park that has like roller coasters no. and stuff? No, 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 it's no, no, no. it's not an amusement okay.
0: park. It's just, literally just a period piece. Oh, okay. So next time in, you're in Indiana, I'm gonna we're gonna take you there. Yeah. And we're gonna walk around. Imagine no, a, it, I'm, I'm like okay. So,
2: it imagine it's like somebody's farm and like oh, okay. just got it's, a bunch of houses. I think it's like okay.
1: yeah, it's a couple hundred acres of land. Yeah, so Silver Dollar City is an amusement park like with roller coasters and oh, rides yeah. and stuff we, like yeah, that. So I, I, I was really hoping, about. I was really hoping that this was an amusement park with roller coasters oh. and families like having <laughs> no. fun and they're just
0: slaughtering, they're just slaughtering animals. No, no, no. It's
2: like there's, that, there's Billy over here making candles. They're slaughtering a cow and all of a sudden here's a Luke. The flying over no, no, no. top of no, there,
0: there's no amusement park rides. I think you can take a, a wagon ride at most, or um, like the most. Oh,
2: ad- if, if the cows
0: or the horses were not whole yeah, yeah, they're not dead.
2: Dead, and they haven't <laughs> slaughtered. Them but yet. like
0: the most advanced thing they do is like in the summertime they host a. Did it's, turn it's, it's, the no, <laughs> they don't, they don't turn on the light bulb. No, they don't turn on light They do a concert series. And it's called Symphony on the Prairie. And what they'll do is, like, they'll bring in these symphonies that, like, did music for, like, so, like, the last time I went was with Mary and my uncle, and they were doing the music that, like, the symphony that did, like, Indiana Jones and Star Wars, and they would play the music for us.
2: I'm sorry, the Star Wars is a little it's a little Hey hey
0: it's no 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 a, a long time I'm ago guess, in a galaxy oh, far far away So they're not okay. fucking I killing kids in front of kids they're screaming because they see this hawk squealing as its throat's getting slit. I love that this is a thing. <laughs> But they don't do the live animal slaughters anymore because apparently it's a little too grotesque for the saying, children. If,
2: they, if this is period accurate, I want all my musicians with like half a leg cut yeah. off from the war. Everybody, everybody has a peg leg. Yeah. Need funny? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's missing an arm This guy's missing a leg this um, some fucking doctor chopped off I in just the always Civil War. thought it was hilarious
0: Because like in rural Indiana Like there are still kids that are like Eight or nine years old <laughs> Fucking killing animals Because it's like I slaughtered the hog today Like Shh, They're just, just Pigs squealing They're taking the old steak knife And whoop It's done <laughs> And, but all the city kids were like, oh, that's terrifying. I'd never do that. It's, it's such an interesting mix. It's a dichotomy that doesn't under, you don't get. Like, we're taking inner city kids to this place and like, oh, shit, they're killing chickens? Like, everyone's like, yeah, that's what we do. Like, where you fuck think you thinking your chicken nuggets from? Like, these chickens are killing. And this is where we add the pink slime. Okay. <laughs> a weird twist. But all right, I guess we never got to his realistic job. No, I don't, job. Really I, don't well, I don't know what it would be. Let's, let's all right, yeah, we're on. moving. Let's That's a great on. transition
1: into. <laughs> the... This is the last
2: call for alcohol
1: this evening. <laughs> drink up, drink up, drink up and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the Last Call podcast where every week we do a little something different.
0: Oh Man, boy, that was really different. Ooh, that was this. This has been an episode of off the rails with the Last Call podcast. Another, I know, this like, was this is, this... this is what I want it to be. This I... is what I imagined. So, e-
1: well, either this episode everybody's going to listen to it and think that it's absolute shit, which is, there's a high pro- there's a high probability of that, or they're going to listen to this and just realize how much like fun. Like we have, I, I don't I know. Do we'll think see.
2: You're more likely to have a lot more fun if you drink along with us, uh, preferably <laughs> not on your way to work. At, you're At you. Sorry,
0: not, you're gonna have a great time, and <laughs> not on your way to work, like Jack. You guys have 11 subscribers on YouTube, so I'm just saying, it's, it's growing. Oh, man. It's not, it's not that, staying that plaque, stagnant. Do we get a plaque for 10 subscribers? <laughs> you you got to bump it up. Those are rookie numbers, son. You got to bump it up. Well, hold on.
1: You got to actually post the YouTube videos uh, yeah, on time. We'll, we'll
2: see about that. That's a lot of effort. Get, you gotta the, post them on get the YouTube intern.
1: Uh, all right. All right. So, so this is the last call where every week we do a little bit something different. This week, we're going to try something out. We kind of test ran it before the show. We think there is merit. We'll see. It's going to
2: work pretty well right now.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I think we're in a good space where <laughs> Actually, it could be pretty fun, but but health. we'll see. So uh, this one is a segment we like to call High Thoughts, and uh, it's exactly... Oh,
2: sponsored by... High. Uh, uh, s- hopefully in the future, sponsored by High Noon.
1: That would be oh. sweet. Oh no, that would be great. You're Except welcome. hey, high noon, step up the alcohol content so I don't look like an absolute douchebag. But you? so high thoughts, hey, can can we please get your shit together, team?
0: Sorry, he I stole his my, watermelon high noon because I had like four pineapple. And traded these <laughs> for pineapple. Yeah, why did you give me all the pineapple high noons?
1: Folks, this is what happens when you get all of us in a room. I'm so sorry. This is
0: this is just uh, this is improvisation. This is bonus content right now. God,
1: no, this is annoying content. So oh. this is high thoughts is exactly what it sounds like. It is thoughts that high people have when on the marijuanas. And so we're going to read you some of these comments, and uh, we're going to debate them if they're debatable, or we might just say, yeah, no, we agree with that. So are you guys ready to play high thoughts?
0: Yes. I'm always high on Jesus. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: I did used to have we had a we had a teacher in high school that was over the top like charismatic just like almost like he was in theater all the time. He was kind of he wasn't the theater teacher. He actually taught economics. But he was like just over the top. Well, life is his stage. He was killing. Well, no, he life was. Is stage. He was always high on life. Did he carry around
2: was, like a skull all the time? It's like that little
1: Hamlet thing. Oh, I wish he would have. To but, be
2: or not to be.
1: But he he always said that he was high on life. He also oh, <laughs> this same guy also got into rap battles with the students. So that what? was hard.
2: Okay, that's a very
0: that interesting is a very mix. much early OOS o10 thing for that to happen. Yeah, that, that guy needs to calm it.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he's still teaching there. But anyways, are you guys ready for high thoughts? I heard Sean say yes. Juan, are you good? Yeah. Sure. good. All right. If you pour water, sorry, if you pour ice water. You're already fucked up. If you pour ice water on a hot dog, does it become a chili dog? I I would say yes. It's a stretch. (sighs) It's a
2: stretch. Stretch? Wait, Wait, did you say ice water?
0: Ice water. Yeah, ice water. Would it become like a a mildly chilled? I dog? think it's a soggy dog.
2: Uh, it, it's it is a soggy dog. Yeah, it's but definitely you, a soggy dog. But do you call the hot dogs where they're boiling in the water to cook them? You don't call that a soggy dog.
1: No,
0: but the bread becomes soggy. Some kind of monster likes to boil your hot dogs.
1: I think they're. Oh, is that it? Way. Oh, okay. Timeout. That okay. Here's there, the debate. Here's I the debate. Do you boil your hot dog or do you grill it?
2: What about you? You, threw, you didn't throw out microwaves. Okay,
0: microwaves for fucking psychopaths. <laughs> already, no one's microwaving a hot dog and trying to eat that okay, shit. So, I, I so
2: throw out the, no, no, no. Let me throw out the preference here. My preference is grilled and then boiled and then microwaved. Like
1: oh. who who is in such a rush that they throw their hot dog in the microwave? I'm like sure nobody I mean, nobody is taking to go hot dogs. Okay,
0: they've done that last week. If you microwave your Why? hot dogs, I'm pretty sure the U.S. I, Army is a huge site like, Did, at that point. I didn't have time. I time wanted, for what? How where much of it? I doing? wanted a quick
2: dinner. I spent a lot of time power washing my driveway. I wanted a quick meal. And, and so you chose
1: bed. microwave hot dogs? I had nothing else. You
0: liar. You had cookie You're an cake absolute, cake, you're a psychopath. Cake, you could have just eaten that. You're an absolute psychopath. I, I said my preference was grilled. If your preference was, did you fucking grill? You have a grill right in the front yard. A grill. Yeah, but then you gotta wait for it to heat up. It, it takes like no, two no, seconds. No, no,
1: the, no. The point is, nobody is in too I big of a rush of of to microwave or. a hot dog. You're
2: not using a grill, Billy Grill,
1: but. You're not using, that's also one of my companies. We got chill, Billy Coolers, and grill, Billy Grills. Look it's it a a up.
0: It's a fucking psychopath. Exactly. Microwaves is hot He's dogs. He's paying $3 for that little throw out there
1: okay next one <laughs> next one we're moving on just warner's a psychopath fast. yeah all right the word none n-u-n is just the letter n doing a cartwheel facts that is a fact it makes and, sense and until i uh and
0: everyone's gonna do it in their head after hearing it
1: yeah just write it out okay. it, it's lowercase letters lowercase letters I will, I will n-u-n throw, yeah. It's just I, a, I will
2: throw this out there. When I first like heard this, I said N O N E, which sounds really stupid, but. None. There are two nuns, <laughs> right? And I was like, okay, I can kind of see if it spins really fast. The N
0: kind of looks like an O. This is that microwave hot dog <laughs> fucking up your brain.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm I'm sounds, just disappointed I I in you. Just go ahead and mute my mic for the
1: rest of the episode. By the way, I do want to give credit where credit is due. I did get these high thoughts from uh, a specific person on TikTok. His, his name is Ryan Lombard, but he goes by at Ryan H.D. Lombard, L-O-M-B-A-R-D on TikTok. Oh, my
0: definition, Ryan Lombard. Good Does he eat well, his he, he hot dogs? Probably not in the microwave.
2: Yeah. I, okay. I literally said my preference is on
1: the
0: grill, then boiled. And okay, then we're microwave.
1: done. We're done with the hot dogs. But again, the you fact have two that you could... to
0: choose before you chose the microwave, but you still chose the microwave.
1: All right. You ready for the third one? Yeah. Taxes are just a yearly subscription to the country you live in. Childhood is the free trial.
0: Uh, I guess that's it, it's dependent on. If you actually secure a job when you're not a child, if you just go straight homeless when you're 18, you're not paying taxes.
1: That is true, but you're not getting the full advantage of the country either. Well, I, that's
0: not, that's, that wasn't the question.
1: Well,
2: no. So, like, you uh, get the I, best I stuff when you subscribe. F- I don't think I'm getting the full advantage of the country even when I'm paying taxes right now. Okay. They take
1: 30% okay. of my
2: paycheck. They don't pave the roads that I pay tax. <laughs> To, oh, that is true, there. man. Michigan,
1: Michigan roads, Michigan roads are yeah. so. Which is where our, so our second
0: bad. studio yep. is. Oh pretty much God. any Midwest roads are pretty ass. Like anywhere I've been in Ohio, I've been in Indiana, I've been in Michigan, I've been in Illinois. They're all ass. Like they're not my, good. My, my, well, my
2: final answer is taxation is theft.
0: Well, you,
1: you know, oh, You, you yeah. guys should know this. The Just state throwing it out there. You guys should know the state flower of Indiana, right? No, peony. It's the orange pylons. Uh,
0: uh, I don't give a okay. fuck about state flowers. It, it okay. It's an
1: orange pylon. It's like a traffic cone because of all the construction on the highways.
0: I mean, it, it's a
1: it's a joke, Sean.
0: Is it a joke, Aaron? It is a because joke. it's my life. It's always sitting in traffic. <sighs> all right, I want to blow my brains out.
1: Moving on. Your parents always told you not to take candy from strangers, but then what is Halloween?
0: That's a fact. That's also a Jerry Seinfeld. I will say that like when we were kids, at least that I remember, there was numerous scares on Halloween candy containing Razor blades. Yeah. Or drugs. Every, every year. What psychopath is doing that? Some, I mean, obviously, someone had to do it at least once. Somebody eating hot dogs. Made, <laughs> and, and someone made who's made fucking the microwaving microwave. their hot dogs <laughs> on the regulars is, is putting razor blades in kids' <laughs> fucking you're candy. On sure, but whatever. I have preferences, but you still choose the worst one. Yeah, I make bad decisions as well. <laughs> whatever. I, I would say that, like, yeah, you're still taking candy from strangers, but I will say some years my parents just said... Maybe this year we'll just buy you a bag of candy and not let you go out because that year there was too many reports of somebody putting something in candy or the old lady that would just give you fucking granola bars and popcorn cuz no one fucking wanted that. I had that. an apple once. It was Ugh. awful. That's that's just like
1: the the lady that gives out raisins is the or toothbrushes?
0: Wait, at, what? Oh, the absolute the, it's worst. For the, it's for the candy. You had afterwards. someone give you a toothbrush?
1: Oh, and toothpaste.
0: At least they give you. Is the that a dentist? As well. Like, did you just go to the dentist? They could have been. I know you said last episode you don't go to the dentist for it's last that. a couple of years, but like that sounds like you went to a dentist. It's a dental hygiene. Well,
1: the, that might have been the house of a dentist. No, I've been um, at that. It's all right, what, hell. We got we got two more here. Your eraser slowly dies because of mistakes that you make.
0: Yeah, that's I agree with that. Very 100%. dark. I fucking. It's a all very. Time.
2: I think that's. Uh, it's a bit exaggerated,
0: but yeah, whatever. I would always just get mad when, remember your friend would like borrow your eraser and then poke it with his pencil? But wait, I hated that shit. I always yeah.
1: split those big pink ones in half. I would fold them in half and they would always rip.
2: Okay, but what, uh do you remember the one that was for
1: ink? It had like two sides Oh, yeah, the just double-sided ink?
2: one. Yeah, what, which side of the eraser
1: what are we talking about? They both die. we getting rid of? They always both die. All right, we got one more. The number of people older than you never increases.
2: Well, that's straight up a fact. It decreases.
1: It, it will. It will decrease.
2: Yeah, but it, the, the question. It, it, the thing is, it never increases, though.
0: Yeah, no, uh, it's a well, fact. If you're not someone who frequently travels far out space oh. from the oh. Earth, yes, that is true.
2: Okay, fair. But well, for okay. the majority,
0: ninety-nine point nine. I guess we're talking. Yes, uh
2: birth certificates specific to the earth
0: yes correct
1: well i'm glad you know
0: I I, a lot of interesting thoughts today.
1: there are some interesting thoughts we've had a lot of interesting conversation this i thought it was Shot interesting
0: episode really
1: this was a scattered all over the wall episode but Let's i had fun doing it toes. yeah keep people on their toes they never know what they're gonna get with the last call podcast but from all of us at the last call podcast nick and i sean we thank you for being on pleasure as always. You're welcome.
0: Bitch, I, w- I, I showed up. Remember, I'm walking around Grand Rapids with my microphone and I found you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but from all of us here at the Last Call Podcast, we hope you have a great fucking Friday. Gather
2: up your jackets Move it to the exits I hope you have found a friend Closing time